Welcome back to When Cinephiles Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Josh, here with... Mella, Lacey. And Rashawn. Please remember, um, rating and reviewing us helps a ton, more than you'd ever know. Than you'd Um, ever know. But if you've already done that and you're feeling generous, uh, help Rashawn keep this podcast afloat. (laughs) <laughs> at, at buy me a coffee slash WCA. That is what the URL is, correct? I haven't done this in a while. That sounded great. Fantastic. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What up? How are we? What have we been watching? I watched She Said the other night. Ooh, fun. Um, How was that's it? That's with the, the Carrie Mulligan and Zoe Kazan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little, little flickety flick. Okay, so I, a lot of people compare it to Spotlight. I myself did not like Spotlight, and I know that's blasphemy, but hey, I would have what it is. I would have gunned to my head. <laughs> Josh, does your friend Mel like Spotlight? 0.03 seconds. Absolutely not. <laughs> Period. There's you live no forever. Way. No, and I didn't even fall asleep. It just was not my jam. Yeah, but your movie. She said. I think it's because I like Carrie Mulligan. I also knew uh, about the Harvey Weinstein thing. Like it was, I, I guess, more connected to it. It's an yeah, industry. Oh, yeah. Okay, I kind of knew what was going on. It was only a couple of years ago. So I, I, I really liked it. I mean, I think Carrie Mulligan is always just fucking great. And for it being like a long movie, I felt like it, the pace was really, really good. And it is a very wordy movie as well, but I thought I, I, I really enjoyed it. Still watching all the TV I've mentioned over the past few episodes. The Last of Us, still going. Love it. Shrinking, still going. Love it. Uh, Bria, don't watch it. It's from the makers of Ted Lasso. Ooh, Rashawn. Poker Face, one episode behind, but still love it. New Bob's Burgers episodes are finally premiering from the season. Love them. What more could you want? I started Poker Face, and then I realized I really had to pay attention. I was like, ah, okay, let me wait. You do and you don't. Like, it's very much like Glass Onion, where it'll rewind and you'll it'll it'll show you if you miss something. Like, hey, idiot, this is what you missed. Mm. But, like, in a fun way. Yeah. No, I was, like, online shopping, so I'm like, I need to focus on one or the other. Lacey or Sean, what are you guys watching? Um, I haven't watched any movies since we last recorded, but I don't think we've talked about Traitors on Peacock. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Hell it's yeah. It's a really fun uh, reality show with some reality stars and some normies like us. They're all put in an, into a house and they basically play mafia for... It's like a month-long um, game of mafia. Yeah. yeah. There are three traders that are trying to swindle everybody to win all the money and yeah it's basically just a big game of mafia but with some physical challenges that are like survivor-esque but not that hard 
It's hosted by Oncoming, and it's just like a really good time. It's like <laughs> the best reality show host you could think of. Yeah. The house that they're in is a Scottish mansion. It's amazing. It's very melodramatic, but very, very, very fun. Yeah, some some of the some of the contestants can get a little dramatic about it all. Like, I can't believe I have to lie to these people. <laughs> You're trying to win two hundred and fifty grand. Shut the hell up. No, you better I'll lie, lie to my grandma for two hundred and fifty <laughs> right. grand. You understand? Period. Look her straight in the fucking eyes too. <laughs> I'll, I'll be like, I love you, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't. I've watched a few new things, but I did just want to highlight uh some of our pod fam yeah recently we've been fortunate to do a few guest spots josh and Lacey, you got to go over to soundtrack your life we for did. eternal sunshine Lacey, you got to go to i drink your podcast or what are you 12 mm-hmm. <laughs> their new their rebrand and you got to do crazy super love i did and then i followed up and i got to go and do uh the girl with the dragon mm-hmm. tattoo so those episodes are out there. We love them. Um, we love all those movies. So if you have a second, um, listen, or more than a second, if you have an hour. <laughs> we love all those movies, you said? What are we fighting about today? <laughs> <laughs> well, Rashawn. not have time for your shit. <laughs> really, though, go check those episodes out because yeah, uh, yeah. they're our little extended family. Thank you, guys. What are we fighting about today? Josh. Yeah. We went into your childhood. Yeah, we did. And we watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Rashawn, if you want to, editing Rashawn, you can just play the (laughs) cartoon theme song right here. Because that's what I'm dancing to. Editing Rashawn, if you're in a good mood, do it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the one we're talking about today, is a 1990 action comedy directed by Steve Barron, written by uh, Bobby Herbick, characters by Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman, starring Judith Hogue, Elias Cotius, Josh Pace, David Foreman, Leif Tilden, Corey Feldman, Kevin Clash, a lot of puppeteers and a lot of stuntmen. And Sam Rockwell. Excuse me, and Sam Rockwell. How could I forget? <laughs> um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the origin story of the titular turtles for uh, formerly regular turtles who... <laughs> <laughs> How in-depth do you want this? Uh, crawl around in some radioactive ooze. They turn into teenage mutants and they fight back against a crime wave happening in New York City led by the Foot Clan under the rule of Shredder. Guys, to say the Teenage 
Mutant Ninja Turtles had a large impact on my life, especially my childhood, would be the understatement of the year. I can't quite like articulate just how much they mean to me and how much I took that media, whether it was cartoon, movie, action figure, even comic book. They're everything to me. <laughs> no, they're close to everything. Power Rangers are up there. Your three, um, your three sons. They're going to be named after the. Yeah. Veto. What about the fourth one? <laughs> there are four turtles. <laughs> well, if you have a girl, you can name it Donatella. Hey. Hey. Veto. We yeah. can call her Donnie. Cute. Hey. That's cute. Hey. Veto. Nah. Something to talk um, about. I love them. I've identified with different turtles at each uh, at different points in my life. But in terms of this movie, I think it is exactly a 90s movie. And I mean that for better and for worse, but mostly better. <laughs> I think it, it captures the 90s so perfectly in tone, in dialogue, in action. At the same time, the costumes, the puppets the full body puppets made by the Henson company hold up astonishingly well. Um, and I think that's what makes this movie and the subsequent sequels so endearing and so beloved, even, you know, 30 years later. And um, I'm ready to defend the shit out of them the same way they defended New York City. Let's go to <laughs> Rashawn. <laughs> okay. Um, this is surprisingly about the same level of childhood nostalgia as it is for you. Um, Let's go! I was very, very obsessed with TMNT. Name it. If Yeah, if they made it, I had it. And um, yeah. this movie, I don't know if I was like looking forward to it because I was not a full human yet when it was first made. <laughs> um, but by the time I was like, you know, a young kid, like nine or 10, I was watching this and the sequels. I remember secret of the ooze a little bit better than this one. Me too. Yeah. But yeah. It's fun. It's, it's like a warm childhood hug. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about stuff, but um, the puppetry is great. As, as I was fairly positive, I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, Lacey. Um, I had no emotional ties to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles growing up. They were not my thing. Um, my sister really enjoyed them. She's that about 10 years older than me, so she like grew up in prime Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle time. <clears throat> um, so it was on quite often, and I never remember being mad at it being on. I vividly remember Master Splinter being tied up and tortured for the majority of the movie and i hated that for sure um but watching it today i can't say that i thought it was like a great movie overall but i had a good time i mean i was sitting next to you and you were having a great time <laughs> so that helps the fuck out but i think it just it is perfect 90s nostalgia like mm -hmm. it is the perfect mix of practical effects and i mean jim henson artistry and stupid corny stupid jokes every five minutes and i love me some corn we know mm. we know mm. 
Um, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it more, but ultimately it was like, it was a thumbs up experience. Was it a thumbs up or was it a thumbs up experience? Are those the same? I don't know. Fantastic. <laughs> Mel? Um, I'm going to deem this as my first watch. I can yeah. remember it being on, but me seeing it and being like, ew, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think I knew what the uncanny valley was before I knew the term. For sure. I didn't under <clears throat> I couldn't just like comprehend why these turtles look like humans. <laughs> like I just couldn't get that. Yeah. And I wasn't gonna stick around to find out. But I stuck around to find out 32 years later. And I didn't have a bad time. All right. <laughs> um uh, yeah, to like reiterate what you said i think it is extremely 90s like even from the beginning of like as soon as it, it starts like the soundtrack mm -hmm. and the grit to the film and just i don't know it being in new york and it just looking like all wet and dark and gray like everything about it was super just like a time capsule Which um it's crazy because it was 1990 so like this shit kicked in the door to the 90s yeah, like it's this was it. Like this is how we're starting. Um I wish I could have seen it as a kid. I feel like it again, I didn't like gravitate towards the turtles at all. I was very much a Barbie girl, very girly girl. Not much has changed, but I feel like this is something I would have watched with my brother and we would have had a laugh at with the corny jokes. Yeah. But yeah, overall Two turtle thumbs up. Ew. Oh shit, the big ass, like <laughs> the grippers. <laughs> one twenty-two, one twenty-two, and an eight. One twenty-two and an eight. Terrific. Where the heck is one twenty-two and an eight? You're standing on it, dude. Just slip it down here. Hey, this is a 10. The tab's 13. You're two minutes late, dude. Ah, oh, come on. I couldn't find a place. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. I gotta get a new route. And I thought I delivered everywhere. Yes, friends, the new Turbo Ginsu. Oh, it dices, it slices, and yet makes French fries in three I, I would be fine with them if it wasn't for the nail. Yeah, the nail is too big. The nail is disgusting. What do you mean the nail's too big? It's just, I I don't know what I want. It's not a nail. It's not that. But it's not that. It's not a nail. We the, don't, I mean, they the, don't need nails on those fingers. Don't, yeah. Like, maybe like Barney, like the Barney hands. Yeah. Just like the hooves? No, he doesn't have hooves. He, he has does like not have hooves? He has, he has like mittens? hands. I yeah, haven't watched like Barney in a minute. One How? Big. How is how is Michelangelo supposed to use nunchucks if he's got fucking mittens on? No, There's like that the fingers can be the same. Oh, just just flat? without the fucking nasty <laughs> brown flat? nail. Unarticulate? No, you want them like Simpsons fingers? Perhaps, yeah. No, literally the exact same <laughs> finger, just no nail. No, and if we're talking don't about have nails, right? And oh. if we're talking hands, Do little little um, splinters hands, nails. 
My God. That was... I didn't need to see that. Turtles and tortoises have nails that grow continuously just like us. Okay. I don't need to see it. For this? God damn. God damn. Everybody, uh, keep your mics on. Do me a favor. <laughs> I'm going to be sending you an image of a turtle's nails. Oh, uh, don't. Josh, we are 15 minutes in today. The image has been sent, and you're telling me you oh. don't want them to have nails? You know what? I remember my turtle having really long nails. Time out. You <gasps> had a turtle? I did. His name is Harry, but then like 10 years is? Of, his name was Harry, but it was t- no. Well, he might be still around. <laughs> twist continue. <laughs> but the other twist is we had him for such a long time. And then we come to find out that he was, he was a she. Harriet. Bada boom. But we still kept it Harry. Fuck it. Short yeah. for Harriet. Harriet. This is fine though. Yeah, that's okay. This is I'm fine. Not- I'm not done with the fate of Harry, though. How do you not know? If he was a girl or a boy. If he's alive <laughs> or dead. Oh, because when we moved, we had to give him away. Mm, okay. So, but I feel like turtles live forever. So he's probably still out there. <laughs> turtles don't. Tortoises do. Um, How big R. was Harry? R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> real quick, real quick. Moment of science for Harry. He was a fucking real one. She. She. she was fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you are, I hope you're fucking swimming strong, bitch. So, <laughs> she is swimming strong in that swamp in the sky. <laughs> so the Ninja Turtles movie. about Back to those puppets. Nails notwithstanding. Right. It were actually, this was actually the last... Uh, full feature that Jim Henson worked on. He sadly passed away uh, just like a month and a half, I think it said, after this movie came out. Um, and they are, those puppets are like astounding. Given the time, 1990, to do all of that, they had two separate puppets for each turtle, one for all the stunts and one for like the dialogue heavy scenes. And the fact that the stuntmen can even like shred, they can kick a sick flip and a half pipe on these things <laughs> is kind of crazy. It really is. I read there during the dialogue scenes, they filmed all the dialogue scenes at about 23 frames per second. So in the final cut, they speed it up because the, the mouth moves just a little too slow. Mm. And the action scenes were usually shot at about 22 frames per second because the stunts had to go a little slower for the big suits. So when they when they tightened everything up in post-production to 24 frames per second, it looked a little more fluid. I would have never known that. Yeah. It looks so good. And I don't know what they did in scenes, uh, stunts, obviously. It's, you just kind of swing a little slower, but I guess, I'm trying to think, I don't think there's any wides of April and the turtles talking back and forth. It's just like close up to close up to close up to close up. Yeah, pretty much. Or medium. Speaking of April, what did we think about, we we all love the turtles, the stunt <clears throat> actors did great, the voice actors did great. Can I, I, think what, it, uh, I know we talked about the nails, but... <laughs> I just, <laughs> the nails can stay. I just need the teeth to go. That's the teeth? The teeth are crazy, too. How are they supposed to eat pizza? I don't care. <laughs> they, they're mutant. I don't care. They're mutant. Don't they have teeth. teeth. They're mutant. They have teeth. 
and they stay brushing those things too Damn, but that's disgusting. how they that's how they look in the cartoon like they're like rounded at the bottom animated it's it's different than yeah yeah i mean yeah they're they're herbivores it's crazy that they'd be eating meat pizza because they don't have any canines which would imply that they're herbivores which means they might not even have the stomach enzymes to digest meat they're mutants. they're mutants they're you're humanoids yeah so they're just kind of like but i mean that that's what i'm saying like even they Josh, this is your movie they Sorry. grind it down <laughs> oh yeah they did grind it on their nail they nail on teeth fucking sick well i think the nails on the teeth should stay moving on and what did we think about the humans though because i mean they have a lot to do in this movie in terms of keeping the, <clears throat> the audience's attention when it comes to i don't you know? i don't know why i mean again i my knowledge on teenage mutant ninja turtles is very slim Mm-hmm. So I thought April was like their age. Like that's what I remember. Like a teen? Yeah. Or just like not like a full grown news reporter woman. Like, like I a little just, more immature even or Yeah, just kinda yeah. like, oh, it's just their sidekick that's a human that mm-hmm. hangs out with them. So when I was watching it, I was like, Did they change it for the movie or did I was I wrong? Mm-hmm. I was just wrong. But <laughs> I thought she was fine. <laughs> I thought she was really cute. She perfectly fit in with them. I could believe that like she bonded the way that she did with them. She was quirky and cute and yeah, I thought she was great. To me it like I know we kept talking about nineties nostalgia, but to me this feels like such an eighties movie. Mm, it does. It's just very like Die Hard and Forty Eight Hours and Lethal Weapon. It's just like grimy and grungy and and then there's a, a love interest who you know gets in over her head and needs saving and it, I thought she played that part really well. I wanna talk about that little love interest real quick. Yeah. Well, real quick, I do agree. She did great. I think I think she's really charming. I think she hits every note of April O'Neil properly. It's, Rip to her though, because she didn't come back for the sequels. On her own accord, no. Kind of. She complained. She complained a lot about the six-day work week, and which is crazy. But she also complained about the amount of violence in the movie. So I think it was a little bit of both. Do you want to talk about Casey Jones? Yeah, I mean, not him? not him specifically. Just the scene with the massage. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Bro. My guy, the shoulders are up here, and she's not wearing a bra. No, oh, you could, you could, you could cut ice with those things. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he, oh my god, and he like goes into her shirt. Yeah, and I'm just thinking like, I guess there are like, if you think about it, like the '90s were different. I guess when it comes to rating, not that this because of this it needed to be PG-13. But there's some shit that we like watch back and we're like, oh, damn, I didn't realize that because we were a kid, you know, but I was watching. I'm like, this is super sexual, like the way that it was filmed. And there's like a little like sexy time music. Oh, the way the light is like hitting both of them. Two minutes later, they're fucking on that table. If Mikey Mikey hadn't walked in to get the turtle wax. Like I was like, are they going to close a door? Nah, it's the turtles. It is kind of interesting. <laughs> it is kind of interesting. They're teens. 
but they're turtles. But they're turtles. It is kind of interesting though, because like American movies and and TV ratings, violence. You can you can do a lot more violence before you have to up a rating than you have to with sexual things, and it's like the other way around in especially in the east like eastern countries like you can have get away with a lot more like sensuality but the moment any violence shows up like the rating starts jumping up it's just interesting what was this one rated i think it was pg right i was gonna say so uh judith hogue and uh, jim henson were both upset about the amount of violence in this movie and i thought for the most part it was really mild and yeah like the stunt choreography i thought was i mean definitely heightened but it was really good and there was no uh, aside from <laughs> the end up until the end the choreography the the fighting the violence was all really like kid friendly i felt i did not feel like it was too violent at all there's only one spot that i think they could have maybe that that would justify like a complaint especially from henson is when they fail the raid and the kids are back in the locker room and Shredder's right-hand man attacks the kid when he's all pissed off. And he's yeah. Like, Go yeah. The kids. I guess in the original, in the original, that kid dies. Oh, damn. <laughs> they added the sound of breath and someone else saying like, he's breathing or something like that in ADR. Oh, like in the original cut of like this a, movie. Yeah. Oh, damn. Sure. So they added like the sound of breathing and someone saying that he's alive or he's breathing. I forgot what the line was, but they added that in ADR after the fact. Um, what do you mean about the end of the movie, Lacey? Um, the way that Shredder dies is That's one of crazy. the it's darkest crazy. villain deaths I have ever seen in my whole life, especially coming after Splinter saying, when you die, it will be without any honor. And then he's fucking... <laughs> leveled dude by crispy seared into my brain as a kid oh my god it's crazy the the that's the moment that was seared into my brain is the splinter close-up of him flipping with the nunchucks and like flipping shred around i thought that was the coolest thing in the fucking world (laughs) (laughs) you kidding me little rats as a little flippy dippy like uh yeah no that's dark as hell and I think I mean it could have obviously could have gone further because you don't hear any screams, you don't hear see any blood. Sure. His his helmet is conveniently detached from his head when it gets crunched, <laughs> but it's still crazy, especially because how long they show you how slow it is. Yeah, it's right. And the way that Casey just so casually, he, I think he actually says "oops" after yeah, flipping the switch. Casey's like, a psychopath. <laughs> I love him. He's my favorite part. <laughs> He's as what I knew I loved Casey Jones as a character growing up, but watching this, like at first I, he came on, I was like, oh, is he just kind of like a 90s tough guy? Mm. But like as the movie kept going on, I was like, this rules. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> the fact that he can't fight unless he's holding a, a piece of sports paraphernalia. Amazing. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm dreaming. 
okay? Um, no. Those guys in the black pajamas, they jumped me. And, and that rat, I saw you in the parking lot. That explains you. And you guys, um. Hmm? <laughs> I have no idea where you came from. <laughs> if you will please just sit down and calm yourself, I will tell you where we came from. He talks. It is really quite simple, Miss O'Neill. And he knows my name. Perfect. Fifteen years ago. Why don't I ever dream of Harrison Ford? <sighs> An important discussion I was having with Lacey while watching this that I need to bring to the group. I think half of this is answered very easily. The other half I think we need to discuss a little bit. Okay. When it comes to amongst us, who is who? Mm. I think it's clear that Mela is Michelangelo. What are the traits? So, I'm so glad you asked. So, <laughs> do you want me I'll to be just... honest? I, I can't tell them apart. I know, me either. This movie no, is a little... I love the, the Ninja Turtles. This movie is a little gray. The cartoon does it perfectly. The comic book, too. But the cartoon does, like, does it way better. So, Leonardo is the leader. He's the level-headed... What color is he? He's blue. Okay. He's the blue one. He's the one with the katana. And did you know... Everyone, um... Take your seats. <laughs> Class is in session. Oh, so, uh oh, my episode, my time. <laughs> so, so, this was like a long, a long time fan theory that was like kind of made canon. All of the turtles' weapons were given to them, those specific turtles, for a reason, and I will include that in their character descriptions. So, Leonardo is the leader. He's the level-headed one. He's the one that's supposed to sort of show all the other turtles how to be. He's mm -hmm. like textbook cartoon story leader. And so Master Splinter gives him the only weapons that can kill. He gives him two sharp as fuck katanas. So Leonardo has to send a message. I can kill, but I won't. So none of you can kill either. Dang. Neat. Neat, right? Mm -hmm. Michelangelo, he's a party dude, as the cartoon says. He's the goofball. Can you please yeah. include the color that they are? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, please. Thanks. Correct. Michelangelo, orange <laughs> bandana. Okay. He's the goofball, right? He's the party guy. He's the one that always wants pizza. He's the one that's paying for the pizza. Incredible scene. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. Michelangelo's <laughs> buying pizza. He wants Fuck his three bucks. Don't play he with wants me. his three bucks, dude. Don't play with me. He has the nunchucks. Master Splinter gave him those because those are the weapons that require the most discipline. You can't just be flinging those around if you're mm -hmm. like a mindless nutty party dude you can't just swing those around you have to like use focus and control and discipline Raphael red thank you he he is as the cartoon would say is cool but rude <laughs> he he's he's the hot-headed one i.e the red bandana right oh. he's 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 aggressive he jumps to conclusions he's the first to dive into a fight as we saw uh going up against uh, <laughs> on the roof by himself Hell fucking yeah. <laughs> and he got the side, the two little forks, because those in martial arts are used as defensive weapons. Master Splinter gave him those because they are only defensive weapons. You're supposed to parry and block with those things only. It's forcing Raphael to play some defense, right? Finally, there's Donatello, purple bandana. Uh, he's like, he's, he's, he's a little geeky. He's a little nerdy. He's the smart guy, right? He he's, uses a lot of tech. Like in the Michael Bay movies, he's covered in gadgets. And for obvious reasons, he is the one with a staff, with a stick. Splinter gave him a staff because uh, he has to use, learn to not rely on his brains and his technology all of the time. That's cool. Class dismissed.
Wow. <laughs> Wrapping things up. <laughs> so, so I think it's said. pretty obvious. Mel is Michelangelo. Give me the color again. Orange. Yeah. Goofy, yeah. fun, party. Okay. Yep. I am Raphael. Red. Little hot-headed. Cool but rude. Cool but rude. <laughs> <laughs> the question now becomes, I mm. think personally, see, <clears throat> I have my thoughts. Because both of you, Rashawn and Lacey, we, neither of you will admit it, but you're both pretty good leaders. Leonardo. I think Blue. Rashawn would own that about himself. He's a very good leader. Oh, and you're both nerds. But you're <laughs> both a little, you're both a little, yeah, you're both a little glasses up. You're both a little, you know, swirly, you know? So. Swirly? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> both of you as well. <laughs> Like creaming your coffee, swirly. Like, like giving you a swirly at school, like a nerd. Uh, <laughs> continue. That's, wrong, that's not as nice. Lane. So the- <laughs> you broke them. So the question is between Lacey and Rashawn, who is Leonardo blue and who's Donatello purple? I don't know. What do you guys think? Mella, you said you had thoughts. Yeah. No, I would say. Lacey would be the purple one. Donatello that like uses the stick. Mm-hmm. Thanks too much. Yeah, thanks too much is very like I'm gonna follow the rules type of like book smart mm-hmm. type of thing. Anxious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think that was in the description. <laughs> <laughs> that was some editorializing. <laughs> Yeah, I think Rashawn just like likes to take the lead, and I and I think especially in the parameters of the four of us in the yes. pod, mm-hmm. I think, I think I would also lean that way that Rashawn is Leonardo. Yeah. Oh, viewers, viewers, let us know what you think. But Rashawn, who would you want to be? Is that who yeah, you who, you would want to be? Who does every yeah? Who does everyone identify with? Who does everyone like? Who does everyone want to be? <sighs> Gotta be real. I thought there was two turtles walking around with blue bandanas this whole oh, movie. Oh, baby. And they're the two that you would be. Aww. Um, the the red and the orange for us non colorblind folks, at least for me, the red and the orange were almost identical. Yeah, they're it's like a red orange. Yeah, type it's of like a red orange and an orange red. They are mm-hmm. different. Yeah, you lose. Was, they're different. I thought it was team blue, team red. <laughs> it <laughs> is not. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the one that like charges into battle? Raphael. Oh, I'm not him. Oh, okay. You could be. So Leonardo does too. Raphael just does it out of emotion and like mm. he gets worked up. Leonardo does too. Yeah, probably Leonardo. Raphael has also led the turtles. Like he's also, but he's too emotional to do it. Lacey, what about you? Who's purple? That's Donatello. the one we said. Donatello. Donatello. Stick. Yeah. Yeah, that would be me. The one that was helping Casey Jones fix the car. Yeah. Doing little word word puzzle jokes with him. Yeah. Not really wanting to fight, but like I'm here, so I'm gonna stand up for my friends. Hell yeah. She gonna get into it. No, I mean I'm good with mine. And he was <laughs> He was the orange one. Yeah. Correct. And his name is Um Remember, they're all named after Renaissance artists, so just from that leonardo 
no, no. Think no, of the, uh, think of the office. Michelangelo. Oh. Michelangelo. Nice. I do want to just talk about the completely absurd David Lynchian flashback. <laughs> Please, that is. Yes. <laughs> of Splinter. <laughs> Dude, the baby mouse. It's so crazy. That is literally my favorite part of the movie today. Was little Splinter. <laughs> Doing, <laughs> doing ninja moves in the cage. Somehow maiming Shredder. Then like savagely. And I also love avant garde, if you will. It really is. It's just a dying this is a dying art form, but the bridge of a good song is totally not the same style of the song itself. It's like to pull you out of the song and then push you back in. This is the perfect bridge of this movie. Okay. Dude, I would watch an hour of Baby Splinter doing Kung Fu in his cage. Easy. Yeah, me too. He didn't even look like a baby. He was just like... Just tight. A normal (laughs) rat. Rat. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. He's just a little rat. He's just a little rat. The scene in the cabin, or the farmhouse. Yeah, the dilapidated farmhouse. Yeah, which scene? The narration out of nowhere. Oh, April! Like April, yeah. She's like, we're counting what the turtles are doing now. Yeah, and like (laughs) drawing them. Yeah, what's wrong with that? You know, it's um in the box. (laughs) It's pretty. It's pretty comic accurate. Yeah, I I read about it because I was like, this has to be a comic thing because there's no way we didn't get it the whole movie and then boom narration. It is strange that it they decide to only do it there. Like, I guess, yeah, I didn't think twice about it. But if if you're not used to it and you don't know about it and it just happens, that's... Yeah, it just... But it honestly, like, didn't throw me off. It was just, I, I guess, like, out of place for the movie. Like, I was yeah. just like, oh, again, this is the 90s. Whatever goes. We already Themes looking... out the window. Themes out the window. We're already looking at these fucking humanoid turtles what what like fuck it (laughs) but i guess like if it was any other movie i'd be like why the fuck is she narrating right here yeah with that too to kind of bounce off of that the one the one thing watching it now in 2023 that like stands out to me is kind of how sensual everything in the cabin or the yeah the the farmhouse is Mm -hmm. back massages aside even when April goes to check on Raphael in the tub. In the tub, bro? And she's like sprinkling water on him. That he's was like not uncon- sensual. He was knocked the fuck out. Yeah. It was that, sensual. It was, it was like, it was a really actually kind of touching and like really nice care. Like you don't get a lot of character beats from the turtles themselves. Yeah. But like seeing Leo as the leader watching over his best friend Raphael and like caring about him and falling asleep in the chairs like this is a cool moment of like character growth from these for the turtles that you don't get a lot of and then she just kind of slides in (laughs) and it's the way she like drapes her hand that's (laughs) dripping water over his shell no (laughs) i totally saw that too i don't know i don't think april i didn't i don't think april was attracted to Raphael, but i hope not it was what it was it was sensual. No. It was a little, 
It was a little erotic. He's a turtle. He needs water to be he moisturized. Is in a tub full of water. She doesn't need to <laughs> rip it in, over half his out. Arm. He's huge. She's got to get the other side wet. It just like it 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 is it's just the way she did it. Like she didn't take a cup and just like pour it over his head or, or just even like cupped her cup hand now? and just like Where's the cup? I'm she saying like she could have. She could have <laughs> cupped her hand even, but she dipped her hand and then let the water drip off her fingers. Like that is being gentle. Shit. She's being gentle cuz he's hurt. Y'all are horny. Yeah. They were horny. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um anything else? We covered not a lot of this movie, but I've been having a great time. <laughs> That's the thing is like I give it a thumbs up because it's really fun to watch. But like as far as a story, it's just kind of like, yeah, there's bad guys in the underground and we're yeah. going to beat them up. Like yeah. that's the story. So yeah. there's not that's a lot it. to like dissect. And I appreciate that. You know, I love you know what? Just like it was a... a fun read. A fun read. Oh, look at her. <laughs> look at me. Freudian slip right there. baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun watch. Yeah, it's just fun. Good job. Sam Rockwell in this movie could have been 16 or he could have been 32. And I wouldn't have known that. How old is he in this movie? It was bizarre. He He's got a baby face. Still got the goatee. But he sounded young. He, he sounded, sounded young. like a teenager. He it's the, and like nine, 90s youth. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you see old home videos from like 1994 and it's like, fucking 40 year olds in high school yeah. i don't care what you tell me mm-hmm. and like he was 22. still so fucking cool 22 was that that far off? i mean that that registers yeah. i suppose yeah everyone good yeah i think we're good all right who wants to play a game <laughs> me i want to play a game all right everyone gird your loins me they don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile guessing game come on Y'all, this game is called 30s Ninja Mutant Cinephiles. Oh boy. 30s Ninja Mutant Cinephiles. Here, little 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 sneak peek. Did you guys know I just made that up right here? No way. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know. Whoa. So Melon, don't. Gonna... don't. Here's what's gonna happen. He can only change if we challenge <laughs> and help him get better. <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. Before we recorded earlier today, I asked you to come with, I asked you to come. So. <laughs> um, hello. I well, I did to- it. So get to work. <laughs> <laughs> Now what? So. I asked you to bring six items to the pod, right? There's three categories, two in each category. I asked you to bring two of your favorite 90s actors or actresses, two of your favorite 90s clothing items or accessories, something you wear, and then two miscellaneous items. That could be a a, a toy, a snack, a fad, whatever. Two miscellaneous 90s items, right? So all four of us are going to throw all six things we have into a pool okay mm-hmm. so there's going to be 24 items floating around then the three of you are going to do a little mini draft you're going to make your own ninja turtle of the pool uh you're going to have to pick one of the actors which is going to be your turtle's name 
cute. One of the clothing items, which is going to be their bandana. And then one of the miscellaneous, which is going to be their weapon. Cute. Ooh. And I, instead of having the viewers judge and doing all that work, I will judge. But I'm I am bringing my own items to the pool just so we have more options in case there are any repeats to make things a little more interesting. And you cannot pick your own item that you brought to the pool. Ooh, I had picked good things. Of course you did. We all did. Mm. Deal with it. Ooh. Cool? Cool. So I'll start. So my two 90s actors that I brought to the pool. To the ooze. Let's call it the ooze. <laughs> to the ooze. I thought it had a pretty stellar 90s, if you ask me. First one's pretty obvious. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I also brought uh, Jim Carrey. <gasps> Good one. Knockout, Ace Ventura, Mask. Killer 90s. for So my two actor additions are Tom Cruise and Jim Carrey. Um, Rashawn, who'd you bring for the pool? My two 90s actors are very me 90s. Uh, I brought Brandy and Ski Ulrich. Let's go. <laughs> that is fuck you. Yes. Fuck that yes. So perfect. This is great for me. <laughs> I brought Winona Ryder and Leonardo DiCaprio. Ooh. And Lacey. I brought Melissa Joan Hart and Ryder Strong. Oh my god. You're going for Mel here. So good. So our pool of actors for the 90s for for our turtles. Tom Cruise, Brandy, Winona Ryder, Ryder Strong. Hey, Jim Carrey, Skeet Ulrich, Leonardo DiCaprio, Melissa Joan Hart. Next up, we have our clothing items for the ooze. Mel, let's start with you. What do you got? I have a scrunchie. Yep. And a bedazzled jean jacket. Come on. I am entering tie-dye. And Classic. the black plastic choker necklaces. Yes. <laughs> Those are back in. Hell Rashawn, yeah. what, do you, what do you got? I have the Burger King exclusive Rugrats watch. Oh Let's my go. God. <laughs> Let's go, Fuck dude. Because yeah. a baby's got to do what a baby's got to do. <laughs> <Period>. <laughs> but okay. my other clothing would be FUBU. Just okay. Straight up Any fit. <laughs> and my clothes are this is a little specific, but like those hats with the bill that's like straight up. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. A la Fresh, fresh Prince. Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a la Fresh Prince. Yep. And then a fanny pack. Perfect. Ooh. We have the hat with the bill flipped up, uh, a scrunchie, tie dye, choker necklace, fubu. A Burger King exclusive Rugrats watch, <laughs> a bedazzled jean jacket, and a fanny pack. The fanny pack has got to be the like, like metallic looking, like mm, the fake metal that's sure. really shiny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Finally, our miscellaneous items. Lacey, you go first. What you got? I am submitting the glow in the dark stars that you put on your ceiling. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And uh, dance, dance revolution. Hey, yo. That was the 90s? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, released in 1998, like in arcades, and then 1999 That's for PlayStation. My two miscellaneous are uh, sock em boppers, the inflatable <laughs> things. You, me and my sister would beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> Dude, we'd go crazy. And uh, Surge Cola. Oh, my God. 
Can't find it anywhere. Ooh. For good reason. Good. The four loco of soft drinks, Period. if you will. Um, Mel, what you got? I'm going to put in a Walkman mm-hmm. and a Beanie Baby. Period. <laughs> what was sure. the best Beanie oh. Baby you had, Mo? Ooh. Little Jack Wire. I oh. love the little Patty the pl- Platypus. I think. <gasps> the purple one. My new dream in life is to see a platypus in real life. I love it. And Rashawn, what are your two miscellaneous items? A Tamagotchi. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And the one of the seminal CDs <laughs> of the 90s. Oh, fuck. Crazy Sexy Cool by TLC. Oh, shit. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're going to need the Walkman for that. Okay, so for our ooze of miscellaneous items, there is Surge Cola, Ceiling Stars, Insensor Revolution, Tamagotchi, Crazy Sexy Cool by TLC, Beanie Babies, uh, Walkmans, and Sockam Bobbers. <laughs> so, I'm going to go to everyone's favorite website. Sponsor us. Randomizer. Randomizer. <laughs> Randomizer.com. Our list is as follows. Mel, Rashawn, Lacey. We're going to snake this. Classic draft style. You can only pick from one in each category to make your turtle. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. You can pick any in any order. Just pick what you want. No? Whenever you're ready. I'm going to choose mm, Melissa Joan Hart. Hell yeah! Okay. Sabrina! <laughs> Clarissa, too. Clarissa, too. But... I mean, Rashawn, you are on the clock. Ooh. Uh, I can't pick mine. Can't pick yours. <laughs> like, Art options were good too, Rashawn. I know. Ryder. Ooh. That's a great name. Good one. Tidu. Just if we're going on name alone. That's a. Cr- Ryder Strong, you got a comic book name, yeah. my guy. Mm-hmm. So good. Or porn. Oh. Or, porn. or porn. I mean, it's a porn. Stop. It's a porn. It's, it's Sean. Ride her strong. Support. Hey, if uh, you guys on the Boy Meets World podcast want to do a collab, let us know. <laughs> All right, Lacey, you're on the clock. Skeet. Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> Hands down. Because he's, he's skeeting on him. Yep. All right, uh, Lacey, you are on the clock once again. Uh, sock and boppers. Oh. Nice. Rajon? Um, I'm going to give a little baby driver. I'm going to take the Walkman. Yay. And Mel? I want that Tamagotchi. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whipping a Tamagotchi around. All right. All we have left then is for the turtles to pick their clothes. So, Mel, final round. Ooh. What you wearing? Give me that fanny pack. For Sean. Super cute. What are the options? I'm so sorry. So we got the, the Fresh Prince hat, a scrunchie, tie-dye, a black choker necklace, a bedazzled jean jacket, a Burger King exclusive Rugrats watch, and FUBU. He can't pick his, though. Yeah. <laughs> this one has a little sweetness to it. I'm going to take the jean jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy? Yay, because I want the Rugrats watch. Absolutely, dude. All With right. my sock and boppers. So. <laughs> Around... 
30s mutant ninja cinephiles are as follows. We have the Melissa Joan Hart turtle cinephile. Roxa Tamagotchi in her identifying piece of clothing as a fanny pack. Mm-hmm. We also have Ryder Strong or Ryder blasting the Walkman in his uh, the world's widest headphones <laughs> in his bedazzled jean jacket. Then, of course, we have Skeet wielding sock and boppers adorned with a rug, uh, Burger King exclusive Rugrats watch. To be uh, an objective judge of all this is going to be difficult. I'll say this. Um, on all parameters, I think uh, one turtle consistently comes up either second or third place, I would think. Uh, that is, unfortunately, Melissa Joan Hart. I don't think you do enough damage in battle mm. wielding a Tamagotchi. The fanny pack is a lot. It's pretty sick. Yeah. But I don't. But I don't think you strike a lot of fear in the Foot Clan's hearts with your name. I'm there for moral support. Really. You're a big Donatello vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm. You're a supporting member of the cast. I also have a baby to take care of on my Tamagotchi. You, responsibilities. <laughs> Period. So here's where it gets interesting because, on the one hand, Skeet, sick name. Hell yeah. Kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. Um, I love me some sock and boppers, and boy, do I love the Burger King exclusive Rugrats watches. I had like four of them. None of them worked. <laughs> no, of course not. Realistically <laughs> speaking, you're almost doing less damage because of the sock and boppers. Arguable. I am also a mutant. I would <clears throat> I would venture to argue that no matter what, the existence of inflated balloons on your on your fists maybe dampens the blow a little bit. But may- Master Splinter does teach restraint. He doesn't want you to kill. Wants to just hurt a little. Then we have Ryder in the jean jacket, blasting something. <laughs> go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go by Vanilla Ice. Which oh. <laughs> one said? <laughs> so I think I think the edge goes to Ryder because the the aesthetics of a of the aesthetics of a Ninja Turtle in a bedazzled jean jacket. In his own world, blasting something, just fucking doing kung fu, that goes hard. Mm-hmm. But this is, does the jacket go around the shell? Or is yeah, it's a it's yeah. a huge jacket, huge, massive. <laughs> Sleeves cut off though. Sleeves cut yeah, off. like it's like a vest. Ooh. Oh, ooh, yeah, Fuck he yeah. wins. <laughs> yeah, Ryder wins, baby. Congratulations, Rashawn. Acid washed, of course. <laughs> All right. Wrapping things up, it seems we've come to the conclusion that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 1990 version, is a great little time capsule mm-hmm. of the late 80s, early 90s. Um, the puppetry, the suits, and, and the execution of the puppets is next level. It's awesome. Still holds up. It's really impressive. And um, we love Little Master Splinter. So cute. Little rat baby. Tone notwithstanding, hey, the little rat's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby flip splinter. <laughs> we end each episode with a quick round of six degrees of separation, connecting this week's episode to next week's episode. So, who can find me the fastest connection between one of the stars of this week's movie, Corey Feldman, the voice of Donatello, to one of the stars of next week's movie, Daniel Day Lewis. Not to 
doozy, isn't it? <laughs> I got it. No, you Damn. fucking don't. I think I do. Let's hear it. Corey Feldman was in The Goonies with Sean Astin. Hell yeah. Who was in Fifty First Dates with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Who was in... Fuck it, I lost it. Uh, who, who, no, 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 who was in uh, Music and Lyrics with Hugh Grant, who was um, in Notting Hill with Julia Roberts, who was in uh, Steel Magnolias with Sally Fields, who was in Abe Lincoln, Lincoln the movie. I never saw it with Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly six. Good job. Abe Lincoln. Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln movie. movie. The Academy goes to Lincoln. <laughs> Lincoln the movie. Abe Lincoln colon the adaptation. That's the hit television based, show based on the novel. Play <laughs> that is it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. As always, we'd love if you took a moment, took a just a. Uh, Ninja second. <laughs> that's an even that's an even shorter second because they're faster. Like, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts. It means the world. It helps us out a lot. You can find this and all of our other episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and at Cinephile Attack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you just want to show some love, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Josh, Mella, Lacey, and Rashad. Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs>